This call may be recorded or transcribed.
Good morning. It's an amazing day to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's on the call with me? Good morning, Brother Andrew. It's Grateful Deborah Evans. Hey, Grateful Deborah Evans. Good morning. Great Friday. Happy Friday to you. You too. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. I'm, I'm a little under the weather, so I need your prayers. Okay, no problem. Good morning, Sister Lisa. Hey, hey. Happy Friday and hope you feel better and God bless everyone on the call. Hey, Sister Lisa, happy Friday. I apologize. I apologize for last week. But uh I'm under the weather and okay. I'm 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 showing up this week. So Okay. Thank you. Praise God, be praying for you. Okay. Yes. Let's need your prayers. Thank you. All right. Mm-hmm. It's a happy Friday to clear victory. My name is Andrew. Who's on the call with me? The highway to heaven. None can walk there but the pure in heart. It's a highway to heaven. None can walk up there. Walking in the name of the Lord. I've started walking. Why don't you start walking? Why you or why we are talking? Walking in the name of the Lord. I'm just confessing. It'll be a blessing. Walking in the name of the Lord. It will be a blessing. When you start confessing. Walking in the name of the Lord. Because it's a highway to heaven. Good morning. Hey, Susie. Happy Friday. Same to you, Brother Andrew. How are you? Uh, I'm still under the weather. Oh. How are you feeling? How's your back feeling? <laughs> it's under the weather, too. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just trying to hold it in. <laughs> well, it's the weather that changes it a lot, so. Me, too. Me, too, but for other reasons. Uh, but But just keep me in prayer. You know I, I will. I apologize for last week. And, Why? Uh, my 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 body is under attack. Oh oh oh! I understand totally. I understand. I didn't I didn't I didn't make my my arrival. So I apologize to anybody that impacted it. But I, I don't like to, I don't like to miss my my spot. Oh and, well. You don't have to worry about that. I totally understand. Yeah, but I'm uh, I'm struggling today, but I just ask for your prayers. Oh, you know you got them. Thank you. I hope your back feels better. Thank you. Uh, I'll keep in touch with you. You know that. 
Okay. Thank you. Uh -huh. Thank you. Uh -huh. You have a good day. You too. Thank you. It's a highway to heaven. None can walk up there. What the pure in heart. It's a highway to heaven. Walking in the name of the Lord. <clears throat> it's an amazing favor Friday for us. Walking in the name of the Lord. Good morning, this is Diane. Hey, Diane. How you doing? Good morning, Andrew. I'm doing fine. How are you? Um, I'm up against it this morning. Sorry about last Friday, Diane. Oh, that's okay. How are you doing this morning? I'm doing good. Good. I apologize for the for the for missing my missing my my spot my time last week. I apologize to everybody. But I'm here I'm here now. And uh, yeah. I'm just trying to trying to be a be a better soldier. It bothers me when I'm not there. Especially when I didn't didn't give any any priest preordained pre or or ordained reason kind of stuck up on me. But uh I, I was hurt. Are you better now? No, no I'm not. Powering through. I'm getting there. Getting there. I'm in the best care of anyone. And that's the Lord's. So I'm leaning hard on him. But I just, just want to apologize because I know how much of a scramble it is when people don't show. And I just didn't want to, you know, put it put a rankle in your day. If I did, I apologize. Good morning, brother. Hey, brother. Thank you brother for being Michael, on the wall. You truly missed and uh, definitely wanted to extend my best wishes to you. Thank I, you. I can certainly identify what you have. I'm going through it as well. Thank God you. Speed, I, us. I apologize for last Friday. No worries, brother. Yes, no worries, Andrew. It's a favorite Friday. I miss you. I love you. You know we got you covered. Hey, welcome back. We're going to be you. praying for your yeah. Yes, tell me, bye. I love you too, Sister Yvonne. Thank you for your prayers. I, I need them today. I need them every day. Thank you. She said she was praying for you, Andrew. Yeah, she was yeah. praying for you. Yeah, I need them. I need them. Uh, need them badly. Need them desperately. Uh, I'm going to take take some time to apologize to everybody because I, I know what uh, what a scramble it is for the call 
when someone doesn't show, especially when they don't give notice unexpectedly. They just aren't there. And that was me last Friday. And uh, I just want to say I'm sorry for that. It's uh, it, it it doesn't happen often, but when it does, it disrupts everything, and especially on Fridays. So I'm very sorry to everyone that impacted. I I'm sorry it happened. I'm sorry. No, if you it, good, Andrew. You good. You don't have to apologize. You've been consistent and faithful on the call way longer than I have been. So we got your back, brother. So don't Yes, come on. Me. I was about to say the same thing with Storm. I like, no, it's yes, just alerting us to just pray for you and, and you know, just alerting <laughs> us to do that and and just be prepared, you know, because we love you. We love you so much. Yes, and yes. that's all it does. We Thank you. Your sound. Help us one just, to another. Just make us just yes. start praying. Just make us start praying in order. Thank you. Uh but I also need your prayers. My body's being attacked. It's been attacked. And my family is being attacked. I had two two cousins on the opposite ends of the sequence of the age age sequence uh die last in the last couple of weeks. One was a younger well, my age and they got, they lost their life to uh, an illness that they've been fighting all their lives. And the other got killed by maybe an accident, maybe something else. That was the older cousin. And that was the older cousin. And I'm not young. So it it, it makes you take that, take that, you're not promised tomorrow even more seriously and that came out of the that came out of the the, the woodwork Can we still hear? We still hear you, Bob. Oh, yeah. You you want to pray for me? Yeah. Sure, sister. Yes, we can. Um, um, brother Andrew, please add add me to the prayer request for you, Bob. Please, thank you so much, my sister. I love her so much. She know what I be going through. I don't have to say it. She'll she'll get up and say it before me. I think he got disconnected. Um, but I'll I'll send it to the prayer warrior, Mona. Yeah, and and my daughter too. Um, they always. Okay. 
Good morning, Cedric and Imani's on the call. Hey, good morning, good morning. Welcome to the call. Good to hear your sound this morning. Brother Andrew will be right back. His call, his phone must have just dropped. Good morning, this is Mary. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, Mary. Good morning, this is Rita. Hey, RB. Hey, RB. Hey, baby, how y'all doing? Y'all hanging there. That's your only prayer. Good morning, good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, happy Friday. Good morning, it's Kenya. Hey, good morning. Hey, how you doing, Kenya? Just wait for Brother Andrew to come back on. This this, this phone drops. Good morning, Sylvia. Happy Friday, everybody. Happy Friday, Sylvia. Good morning, morning. it's Prosperous Pam. Happy Friday. Happy Friday, Prosperous. Who else that I heard? Juanita. Hey, good morning, Juanita. Happy Friday. Uh, um, hello. Yes. Oh, it's Juanita. Yes, I say good morning, Juanita. So good to hear your sound this morning. (laughs) (laughs) Mona messed with you this morning. I was gonna say that. <laughs> okay, where's Brother Andrew? He ain't popped back up yet. No, not yet. Um, I'm just gonna I'm gonna go ahead and read the script and um hopefully Brother Jeff is here and if not, um I'm gonna oh, Brother Jeff. Um give him a second. Let me give me one second to pull the script up and then um we'll go from there. Okay. Buenos dias, Señor Eric. Feliz Viernes. What's up, bro? Hola, brother Eric. Um, are you working this morning? Are you able to pray if Brother Jeff doesn't jump on? I'm, I'm, I'm working <laughs> right okay. now. I'm just opening up the gates and going through. Okay, no worries, no worries. Hey, Brother E, I want to just let you know I'm covering you this morning as you're opening up the gate to let some of that light in on your campus. We got you, bro. Thank you, my sister. All right, family. I'm be over here multitasking. One second. So welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call and would like to say good morning before we get started? Brother Andrew was here. Maybe he lost connection, but let's keep him up in prayer. He is a soldier. He presses his way, so we want to keep him lifted. Um, because he's definitely faithful and consistent. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning, Sunshine. Good morning, Miss Krishanda. Happy Friday. Good morning, Miss Krishanda. Good morning, Miss Me Mary. Good morning, Me Mary. 
Good morning, it's persistent. Good morning, persistent. All right, let's go ahead and get started with the hosting. Um, let's please, please keep calling Andrew's name out. Um, but before we go forward, if everyone can check their phones and please place them on mute. Check one more time. So good morning, my name is Rochelle. I'm standing in for Andrew and I'll be your host Thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Standard, 8 a.m. Central Standard, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Be sure to join us during the month of March, where our monthly theme is entitled Radical Relationships. All our declarations will focus on the importance of having radically relationships considering the will and plan of God, which allows us to walk and live with purpose. There is one announcement tonight. Join us tonight for Friday Night Live. Um, if someone could please place their phone on mute. Friday Night Live starts this evening at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard, 8 p.m. Central Standard and 9 Eastern Standard. Call in and join us with Didi and our topic tonight is complaint department is closed. You will surely be blessed. Um, there's one spoken prayer request that I know of and we're well actually a couple. Um, we're praying for Mona and her family and her daughter. We're lifting her daughter up. Mona, say her your daughter's name for me, please. It's, this is Catherine. It's Shermia. Shermia, thank you. Shervia, we want to get that right. Uh, we're lifting up Shervia and we're lifting up uh, Mona and her family, um, a mother's heart um, for her daughter. Uh, the order of the call, prayer and corporate praise, will be brought by Brother Jeff. Uh, declaration will be brought by Brother Marcus. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. I'll repeat, repeat. Prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Brother Marcus. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the Declare. The scripture for today is 1 John 1 and 6. So we are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing the truth. I'm going to read that one more time. The scripture today is 1 John verse, uh, chapter 1, verse 6. We are lying if we say we have fellowship with God, but go on living in spiritual darkness. We are not practicing truth. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I'll pass the call to the prayer warrior, Brother Jeff. And if Brother Jeff doesn't jump on, um, Andrew, are you back? Yes, I am. Yes, I'm I am. We have uh, several recyclable requests that we need to keep on our mind of or on our minds and on our hearts. One, okay. we need to respect the children. We need to keep them 
on our minds and hearts. The ones that are still incarcerated, that left nothing out. The ones that are incarcerated in prisons of the body, the ones that are imprisoned on the mind, the ones that are imprisoned in critical situations, the ones that are being castigated because they don't dress right, because they don't look right, because they don't live right, because they don't act right, the ones that are still feeling their way through the cares of life, the ones that are just being distracted by the world and the way the world is pulling at them, the ones that don't know God, the ones that won't know Satan as he wills them to want him, the ones that don't know their friends or just taking them down a helly and non-healing path, path of destruction, the ones that are going away from the church in the shape of another church that is no way to be. The ones that are leaving their home by staying with family. We need to lift them up. We need to lift them now. We're lifting up the ones that are lifting friends that are falling faster than they're lifting. We need to lay we need to lay hands on them and pray for them. We need to lift the adults in their lives and ask the Holy Spirit and ask speedily to ask God's messengers, the angels, to help us with whatever it is we need at the time to go to them and send them if we can't be carriers them saved if we can't do it ourselves ourselves to get it there and get it there for the children we're praying for first responders we're asking them to meet the need at the right moment and and satisfy the soul that is crying out right now. We're asking that God make the difference. We're asking that God make up the difference in these people's lives. We're asking that God settle the variance. We're asking God to bless the country. We had our with without angst, without any defeat, defeat, without any woe. The people from the Ukraine that are being displaced from their homes that aren't in this battle that seeks help now. The ones that are not being able to sleep because bombs are exploding by the ears. The ones that need help now, beyond the reach of the government, they need 
help now. They need food now. They need water now. They need bathrooms now. We're asking God to reach his hand of God come now. The ones that are crying out to God, and he may not fear them. He may not hear them because of, because they have things in their thoughts that are not like them. We're asking someone of God to go to them and tell them about the Savior. Because David said, if I regard iniquity in my heart, the Lord will not hear them. We're asking those people that need the Lord to get enough of the Lord that the Lord will reach reach for them and take them out of this mess. We're asking for the relatives of those over there to be in prayer for them until it changes. We're asking them to pray for change. The ones that have no fight in the Ukraine, no fight in the Ukraine, to pray for them. To pray for the people, people that are gleeful that the Ukraine is in this turmoil to pray instead for peace in the Ukraine. However, God meets it out. We're asking God to go after the men who don't fear him or respect man to come to their ruin. The ones that are gleeful that this is going on in the world and for the ones that don't fear God or regard man in any way to come to their end. Father God, we love you. We need you. We need you now. Those that fear God and regard man, come now. Come quickly. We need you, Father God. We've read the We read the we read the scripture today, and we're reading the minds and hearts of the people of the world that need help. And now, pass the call to the prayer warrior. May the Lord bless the hearts of men. And I'll pass the call. God bless you all. Brother Justin, you're praying. We can't hear you.
thank you. Oh, yara ro kharara re, aya yara ro handu. Bless the man, lo hi kharara re, yamo handu ri ho, aya yara ro kharara re, handu. Let your will be done. We thank you, O Lord, for this favorite Friday, O God. We thank you that we can lift you up, O God, that we can come and meet you here, O God, where you always dwell at Declare Victory. Lord, we want to lift up Andrew to you right now, God. Lord, we pray that all becomes well with him, that his heart, mind, and soul, O God, be lifted up with your strength, with your blood, O God. Lord, cover him and keep him. And every petition and prayer that he has come to you for, O God, that he lays at the altar, Lord, please cover him, that he can dwell in the secret place of the Most High and dwell in the shadow of the Almighty, O God. Be his refuge, O God. Hallelujah, that he can see you high and lifted up, O God, that your train fills his temple, O God. Lord, we lift up lift up Servia to you right now, O God. Lord, I ask that you... Uh, Comfort her and put her in your, lay her in your bosom, O oh God, as a parent would, O oh God, to cover her. Lord, touch her mind, her heart, her soul, O oh God. Everything that she's looking for, O oh God, that she can seek you and find you, O oh God. Lord, I pray for her mother, O oh God, that you will give her the comfort and the peace that she needs, O oh God. Hallelujah, to know that you are the, the just God the true God who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask or think according to the faith that worketh in us, O oh God. So, Lord, we work with our faith, faith to do today, right now, O oh God. Lord, we trust and believe that you are God. Lord, your evidence, hallelujah, has a track record, O oh God, that you are truth. Hallelujah. And everything that you are, O oh God, is truth, O oh God. Your love, O oh God, that covers a multitude of sin, O oh God. Lord, your love is flawless, O oh God, and it covers, O oh God, from the north, the east, the south, and the west, O oh God. Hallelujah, that we can be helpers one to another, O oh God, that we can lift each other up, O oh God, that we can uh, offer up our prayers, O oh God, and that you hear us, O oh God. Hallelujah, that you honor our prayers, O oh God. Lord, and there's a sweet fragrance when we lift up our brothers and sisters, unto you, O oh God. So, Lord, we thank you, O oh God. Lord, we thank you for um, the request that Andrew went forth in regards to all the prayers that we need to keep lifted, O oh God. And, Lord, we thank you, O oh God, for this place that we can come and make a, a joyful noise unto you, O oh God. And as we come together as corporate prayer, O oh God, to lift up all the spoken prayer requests and unspoken, we come together. Go ahead and take your phones off mute. And let's give the Lord um, the praise and glory and honor that is due to Him that He will Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hallelujah. Glory to your name, Lord. We thank you that you heard our hearts cry, oh God. Hallelujah. Lord, your word says that I, you, Jesus, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If you had known me, you should have known my Father also. And from whence, from whence, hence, you know him and have seen him. John 15, 13 starts to say, Verily, verily, I say unto you, if he that believeth on me, the works that I do, shall he do also, and greater works than these shall he do. Because I go unto the Father, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that I will do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son, if you, if ye ask anything in my name, I will do. If you love me, keep my commandments, and I will pray the Father, and he shall give you another comforter, that he may abide in you forever. Even the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it seeth not him, neither knoweth him, but ye know him, for he dwelleth with us and shall be in you. Lord, we thank you for hearing our hearts prayer, O God. We lift up the declarer to you on today, O God. Lord, pour down manna from heaven for him, O God. Hallelujah, that he may pour out to us, O God. Bless Brother Marcus, bless him indeed. Everything that he put his hands to, O God. Lord, let the words of his mouth and the meditation of his heart, O God, be pleasing and acceptable in thy sight. So, Lord, we thank you, O God, for our declare as I pass the call. Thank you, Sister Judy. Are you, can you hear me okay? We can hear you, Brother Marcus. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you for jumping in for the prayer as well. Um, good morning, everyone. Uh, it is a great day to be alive. It's a great day to um, to to have a worship and a praise in your heart. And we are grateful. I'm grateful to share um, this morning. Uh, I had to skip last month because I had so many things that I was juggling and dealing with, and still I still have quite a few things going on, but. Nevertheless, God is good, and I'm pressing on. Amen. Um, I want to jump right into what we're going to be sharing today. Um, excited to talk about this topic of uh, radical relationships. I'm going to share something I spoke about at church before, and um, I think this is right in line, and I think it'll bless you uh, quite a bit. So if you don't already, grab yourself something to take notes with, because I'm going to give you a few, a few, um, a few notes you might want to write down or type in your iPad or on your phone or whatever. Um, take note of a few things. We're going to come from St. John 
a very, very, very popular scripture that everyone, most of you know off the top of your head, John 3.16, okay? Um, most of us learned this when we were just little kids, and we learned this, you know, one of the first scriptures we ever learned. John 3 and 16, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave, and I'm reading from uh, New King James Version, that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. I want to talk from, if I can, from a subject, and just real briefly, I'm not going to be very long, um, what real love looks like, what real love looks like. Uh, Kendra Cherry, author and educational consultant from verywellmind.com, uh, she wrote an article, an online article called What is Love? And in this article, she kind of dives deeply into the different facets of love. And she says, love is a set of emotions and behaviors characterized by intimacy, passion, and commitment. It involves care, closeness, protectiveness, attraction, affection, and trust. Uh, I'll go over that again. Love is a set of emotions and behaviors characterized by intimacy, passion, and commitment. It involves care, closeness, protectiveness, attraction, affection, and trust. Love can vary in intensity and can change over time. It's associated with a range of positive emotions, including happiness, excitement, life satisfaction, and euphoria, which is a feeling or state of intense excitement and happiness but can also result in negative emotions, such as jealousy and stress. Can I get a witness? When it comes to love, some people would say it's one of the most important human emotions, yet despite being one of the most studied behaviors, it's still the least understood. And to this day, researchers debate whether love is a biological or cultural phenomenon. So Sherry goes on. Please mute your line. We can hear background noise. Thank you. God bless. So Cherry goes on to state that love is most likely influenced by both biological drives and cultural influences. Okay. Let's, let, let's kind of unpack that. Okay. So love is most likely influenced by both, get this, biological drive. So in other words, by how you're feeling at the time and cultural influences. So cultural influences can be anywhere, can range anywhere from uh, the personality of a person, uh, sense of self and society, language or communication, so how they talk, the way they dress, uh, their food habits, and religion or religious beliefs. While hormones and bi biology are important, uh, the way we express and experience love it's also influenced by our personal conceptions of love. So what our perceptions of love are will determine how we love. So this should now bring to light uh, to you why mommy should tell you to take your time and study the person before you fall for the person, right? Um, in the words of our sister Diana Ross, she said, you can't hurry love. No, you just have to wait. She said, love don't come easy. It's a game of give and take. I think Diana Ross is on to something. And, and even our brother Luther Vandross, I think he got it right when he picked it up and said, 
I was hoping there could one day be a chance for me to get the love that I've been missing. Sometimes love takes a long time, but wait for love, and you're going to get the chance to love. Now, it makes sense. Now it makes sense why they didn't value spending quality time with you because they never, they never had anyone teach them the value of quality time. Now it makes sense why they were so jealous or possessive of you because they never had anyone treat them as well as you did. But at some point in conversation, we should ask people, and, and here's what I want you to hang your hat. What is, you should ask people, what is your perception of love? What is your perception of love? And sometimes without conversation, without even having to ask that question, you can find out their perception of love by just watching them in action, okay? Um, watch them how they handle uh, their family members. Watch how they treat their mom uh, or their dad. Watch how uh, they are with their siblings. Pay attention. When, if, you, if you go out to, to eat, pay attention to how they treat the waiter, how they treat strangers. Pay attention to how they interact with other people uh, in, in public. Pay attention to how they talk to you in public and how they talk to you in private. Pay attention to how they treat the kids they already have uh, before you decide to have more kids with them. Um, and, and let me just also say that love, we're, this love we're talking about is not just restricted to romantic love. Um, we can apply this to just about any relationship we're talking about, whether it's a friend or a romantic relationship or um, a family member or even uh, um, uh, people you interact with in other situations, okay? So not all forms of love are the same. And psychologists have identified a number of different types of love that people may experience. And here are the types, okay? So there are five different types of love that you need to be aware of. And then I'm going to come to my close, okay? Five different types of love. And I want you to take note of this. There's five different types of love um, that researchers have found. Here's the first one. You ready? Here we go. The first one is unrequited love. Unrequited love. Now, this form of love happens when one person loves another who does not return those feelings. That's unrequited love. Um, now, let's look at this in relation to God. I, I don't know about you, but I'm glad that God loved me even when I didn't return it to him. I'm glad that he loved me even when I didn't uh, even accept him at first. You know what I'm saying? Um, that I, I was practicing unrequited love because, you know, he was loving me. He showed his love constantly, wake me up in the morning and, 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 and providing blessings for me all the time. Um, but yet I went off and did my own thing, didn't pay no attention to him. That's unrequited love. Here's the second one. The second one is friendship, okay? Friendship. This type of love involves liking someone and sharing a certain degree of intimacy, all right? So that's friendship. So in other words, you talk every now and then, and you're kind to one another. Now, that's just friendship. Now, I know some of you say, well, you know, my friends, you know, uh, uh, we we go deep. Well, that's deeper than a friendship, and we'll get into that in a few minutes. But 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 regular friendship, like a, just a simple friendship, um, 
is 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 just on a surface level. You talk every now and then, and you're really kind, and you're really um, you're you're courteous to one another, right? We're friends, right? Um, but 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 here's the thing. Now I know we sing that song. You know, I'm a friend of God, uh, and 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 He considered us a friend even before we considered Him a friend. God loved us uh, when we only talked to Him every now and then. <laughs> He loved he was he loved us and even when we were just kind to him you know we just mentioned him every now and then right okay that's friendship love so you have unrequited love you have friendship here's the third one you ready ready for this here we go the third one is infatuation infatuation so this is a form of love that often involves intense feelings of attraction without a sense of commitment let me let me let me let me say that one more time this is a form of love that often involves intense feelings of attraction without a sense of commitment so you like them a lot there's no real commitment but there are some strong feelings right that's infatuation uh let's let's compare that to god now god loved us when we weren't even committed to him ain't that awesome um when we were just infatuated with him. We were excited about the, the idea of God. We were excited about the fact that somebody else uh, was talking about him. You know, that's infatuation. But but when it comes down to making a commitment, oh, no, I ain't ready for that. You know, um, that's infatuation. And here's the fourth one, passionate love, passionate love. This type of love is marked by intense feelings of longing and attraction. It often involves an idealization of the other person and a need to maintain constant physical closeness. So you desire to be around them more, still no solid commitment, but you fantasize about being in their presence. So 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 this could equate to like say, you know, you you know, you 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 go to church and you sing praise songs of praise and worship and you all, you know, I love you Lord, I praise you Lord. But but when it comes down to living your life for him, um, it doesn't come out quite right. You know what I mean? Um, we're not really committed. We're kind of halfway with him, right? Uh, you know, we, we, we talk a big game. You know, Jesus is my co-pilot, but you won't let him drive. <laughs> um, so, so, so you're passionate, but there's no commitment, all right? Be careful with that. And then the last, so we have, so we have unrequited love, we have friendship, we have infatuation, we have um, passionate love. And here's the last one. The last one is compassionate or companionate love. Compassionate or companionate love. This form of love is marked by trust, affection, intimacy, and commitment. This, my brothers and sisters, this is the relationship. So I'm in love with Jesus and he's in love with me. I'm committed to him and he's committed to me. I trust him, he trusts me. I'm affectionate with him, he's affectionate with me. I'm intimate with him and he's intimate with me. Now, so long we've considered this word intimate as something sexual, but it's not actually. I'm gonna put it in simply in the words of of what I heard someone say, intimacy is when you can see into me, 
to put it quite simply, right? And so if you can see into me, you can, without me even talking, if you can understand what I'm feeling, I have friends who I don't even have to say nothing and they can feel me. They know without even looking at me, they can feel what's going on. And there's other people that I have that same relationship with as well. There's certain folk, and think about it, there's certain folk you don't even have to be on the phone. You don't even have to be in their presence. But they can just feel your vibe and know that something's not right. And they'll call you up, girl, what's going on? You know, um, yeah, that's, that's when it's, it's, it's deep. That's intimacy, when you're connected without even having to say anything, all right? And so this is where it brings us to John 3.16. And so I want to give you three points and I'm going to be done. For my first point is he loves deeply. Look at verse 16. It says, for God so loved the world. Now, wait, let's not skip past this so quick. Because, you know, in the Bible, when it says certain words, you know, it, 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 there's a reason why I use specific words. So here we look. Let's hang our hat on the word so. God, it could have just said for God loved the world, right? But the scripture says for God so loved the world. Okay, another translation says he loved the world so much. So in other words, his love for us should make us want to trust him more. His love for us should make us want to be more affectionate with him. His love for us should make us want to be more intimate with him. His love for us should make us want to be more committed to him. So he loves deeply. Secondly, he gives unselfishly. He gives unselfishly. Look back at 16. Now, we still in the same verse. This, this clause that says that he gave his only begotten son. Now, he didn't just give, right? Um, he sacrificed. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break something down because um, giving and sacrificing are two different things. So give means I'm sharing something with you. Sacrifice means I give up something of value for the good of the other person. Let me say that one more time. Give means I'm sharing something with you. Sacrifice means I give up something of value, something that hurts me to give for the good of you, right? Um, and so let me give you an example. Let's say I have a closet full of clothes. Let's say, let's say I have a closet with clothes in it, and I go out and buy a bunch more other clothes. So now I want to give the clothes that I have in my closet away because I bought a bunch of other stuff. So it's not going, that's not going to really hurt me. But if I have one good outfit or two good outfits and you need an outfit uh, and I give you one of my two outfits or I give you my only outfit, my only one, and I trust and believe that I'm going to get another one later on, that's a sacrifice, right? Or let's say I have $500 and you need $450. That's going to that's gonna sacrifice a little bit, right? But if I give you, if I have four, if I have $500 and I give you $50, that, that, that's not really much of an impact on me. But giving you $450 is going to impact me some, right? So that's a sacrifice. That's the difference between giving and sacrifice. Now, Jesus willingly, here it is, here it is, here it is. Wait, before I get to that, here it is. So Jesus willingly gave his life so we could live, okay? Let's look at this now. Let's look at this. Here it is. So I, I, wanna, I wanna, before I get into that, let me say this. Let's apply this giving and sacrifice to what God did, all right? It's not like he had 10 Jesuses and he said, hey, I'll give you Jesus number six or I'll give you Jesus number five, you know? 
he, the, the scripture says he gave his only begotten son, the only one he had, right? It was the only one. He didn't have an extra one. Now, you might say, well, he's God. He could just create another one, right? Well, um, not, he could have, right? But you have to understand something. Here, here is, look at what Romans 5 and 8 says. 5 and 8 says, God demonstrated his own love for us, and that while we're, we were still sinners, Christ died for us. So even though God knew that we wouldn't listen to him and reject him, completely mess things up and come back to him and ask him to fix it, he gave. He knew I would abuse others, gossip about the ones I was supposed to treat well, and he gave. He knew I would sneak around and do all kinds of outlandish things, and he gave. He knew I would apologize to him and go right back and do the same thing over and over again, yet he gave. He knew I would blame others for my selfish, entitled attitude and wouldn't appreciate what he did for me, but yet he gave. He saw in the future that I would complain that he wouldn't come fast enough. You know, he may not come when you want him, but he's always on time. He would, I would complain about that, but yet he gave. He knew we would overeat, overdrink, oversmoke, overspend, doing all of this, and yet he still gave. He knew we would be the most ungrateful, unforgiving, unapologetic, unapologetic people he created, and yet he gave. So he gave those things, knowing that we would mess things up. But, but, but to go a little deeper, when it says only begotten, what it means is it comes, for, it comes from a Greek term, which, which translates to mean one of a kind. So in other words, he gave this unique one of a kind gift, something that is unique and rare and impossible to find. There's none like it. Okay, so so remember when I said, you know, when I said, you know, you, you may think he's God, he could just create another. But here's what you need to understand. Let's put this together now. Remember now that Jesus is God and God is Jesus. Okay, you still don't get it yet. Let me help you. In other words, he wrapped himself, God wrapped himself in human flesh, came down to earth, became one of us, hurt like us. He was abused like us. So that we can win, so that he can win us back to himself, and he did it all for you. So he didn't just create something and give it so that we can live. He gave of himself, right? That's what we need to understand. We deserve judgment, but he gave up. He gave us Jesus. He gave up himself. So he he loves deeply. That's number one. He gives unselfishly, and here's my last one. He covers graciously. So the last part of verse 16 says that whoever, whosoever in some of your translations believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life or have eternal life. Now, what you need to understand that back in the, in the, um, in the Bible days, um, during this time uh, when John was speaking, um, only certain people could make it to the kingdom, right? Um, only certain people, you had to be, uh, you had to be one of the chosen people, one of those who, who God had declared were able to make it to the kingdom at the time. Um, but this says whosoever, so no matter your family connection, no matter how rich you are, no matter how poor you are, no matter your skin complexion, no matter uh, what you're connected to, you don't have to earn it, you don't have to deserve it, you don't have to work for it, you don't have to pay for it. Um, in fact, you can't pay for it, right, because it's too rich. Um, no matter what, it says whosoever believes. So many people have knowledge about God, but don't believe in God. 
And when you believe in something, it makes you trust it. So trust is what takes us beyond mere knowledge of the gospel, beyond being convicted that the gospel is true, and it leads us to truly putting putting it to work in our lives. So when you believe in something, you can put your weight on it, right? Um, uh, when when I was a young kid at True Hope, uh, Pastor Walker used to always say, used to always say, uh, you know, a chair. The only reason you sat in the chair without thinking about it is because you trusted that chair would hold you up, right? You believe in that chair, so you put your weight on it. You lean to the left, you lean to the right. It don't matter because you know that chair got you, right? It's the same thing with God. When you truly believe in him, then you put your weight on him. You lean into him because you know he's got you. He's got you covered. So I put my trust in him. I accept his love, and he covers me. I may have lost my job, but yet he covers me because I believe, right? You may have caught COVID and didn't have to be on a ventilator, and that's how he covered you. The enemy tried to take you out, but he covered you, right? And because he covers me, it should make me want to commit to him. I'm going to give you this last piece, and I'm going to get off this. I'm going to get off of this right now. Um, I used to go um, on cruises a lot, um, and then COVID came, uh, and I just you know took a break from it for a while, just until they get stuff together. Anyway, that's a whole other story. Um, <laughs> when I used to go on cruises, I used to always love going jet skiing, right? And I was good at it too. I used to you know travel around. Uh, um, I would, I would, I would, I would ride that jet ski, go around, uh, be all out in the ocean, you know, jumping waves and all kinds of stuff. I was good, man. I was turning circles, twisting around and stuff. I was real good, right? Um, this one particular time in Aruba, something happened to me that never happened. So I was, I was going around and I, I went out there to the, to the attendee. Um, uh, and I said, Hey, I want a jet ski. He said, okay, here, pay your money. Uh, gave me a jet ski, and he said, before I went out there, he said, whatever you do, do not turn around in a circle. Do not. I said, man, this man don't know what you're talking about. I know what I'm, I'm a pro. So I went on out there and started turning circles anyway. Turn a circle, turn a circle. Riding around, jumping away, turn a circle. Turn a circle again. This next time I turned a circle and flipped completely over. So here I am a half a mile out in the ocean, right? Jet ski flipped over on top of me, and I'm out way in the ocean. Help me, somebody. Help. Now, what's crazy about this is I'm in the middle of the ocean, and I can see to the bottom. It's real deep. So I'm screaming, help. Um, and the attendee, he didn't even complain. He jumped in his boat, came on out to where I was, pulled me up on the boat, and didn't even complain, and started driving back to shore. And as he was going back to shore, you know what he said? He said, hey, do you know how to swim? I said, yeah, I know how to swim. Yeah, absolutely. Why you ask me that? He said, because even though you know how to swim, out here in, in this particular ocean, um, even if you know how to swim, the, ocean, the, the, the waters have a way of, of sucking you down to the bottom because of the way that, you know, the ocean is. And he said, the only reason why you didn't sink is because you were covered with a vest. And so I just want to close by saying this, that God is just like that. God is just like that attendee uh, in that when we get in trouble, we don't do what he says. and we, we, He tells us what to do. We don't do it or we do it. We go against it. He will still come out and cover us. 
He covers us and he doesn't complain and he, he takes care of us. He makes sure that we're good. He covers us graciously. He doesn't treat us like, you know, we're the, the, the black seed because we didn't do right. Um, but he loves us anyway. And I'm so glad that his vest covers us. If you want to know what a radical relationship truly is, I think the, the, what real love looks like is how God loves us and how he not, he not only gives what he has, but he gives who he is. And so with that, I'm going to close. Is there anyone on this call um, that didn't get a chance to say good morning? The morning is Jubilant Juliet. Good morning, Juliet. Good morning, Miss Leomia. Wow. Good morning. Good to hear you sound. Anyone else before we get into life, love, love, life, and victory? Um, just if you didn't get a chance to say good morning, quickly, I'll give you about two more seconds. <laughs> so move quickly and swiftly. Good morning. It's Krishanda. Great declaration. God bless you. Good morning, Krishanda. Thank you so much. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning, Sister Kathy. Five more seconds, y'all. Oh, three, two, and one. Amen. So love, life, and victory, y'all. Um, what did you hear that blessed you? What did you notice? Anything you want to add to what was said on this morning? Talk about radical relationships, John 3.16. We're talking about what real love looks like. What would you like to share? Go ahead. Good morning. This is Juanita. Um, I just, you, you said so much to a point where, I mean, it was so good. Um, I am one of, the, I am a whosoever. So I'm whosoever, but I just thank God for you this morning. That was amazing. That was an amazing declaration. Um, I wasn't able to write things down because I'm driving, but I just thank God for uh, every word that you said. So you have a blessed day. Amen. Thank you, my sister. Yeah, absolutely. And if, if you can uh, take a chance to go back and listen to the recording again, and then uh, yeah, good stuff. Hey, Marcus. Real love. <laughs> Man, I am. Let me, tell you, let me tell you something, bruh. I didn't clean this clinch with a T. This entire preschool, loving your sound and your teaching and the five. I have them. Um, funny, I can send you the ones I wrote, wrote down, but there's so many. Um, his love, though. His love. Thank you for reminding us that there's no other love, no greater love. I have tears in my eyes when I think about, like you said, even when we didn't love ourselves, even when we weren't, you know, being obedient to his word and doing things our way. And like you out in that, out in that water, being hard-headed, <laughs> reminding me of myself going down in the Russian River and the water levels changed. And I, I had experience going down that slide, just one of the licks. And the, the life right told me, don't go past that, you know, certain point. But his love. So I just love you. I love you to life. I thank you for teaching us and that it don't have to be uh, unrequited love, one-sided, because that's what that is. That's what I thought about. And sometimes we get that way um, real quick, even with our children. I'm just 
am, I want to encourage somebody on the line this morning. You probably have fallen away from one of your children. That's what I, the Holy Spirit put on me for. Maybe they, they're living a lifestyle that you're not pleased with. You need to go get your child. You need to go get and let your child know that you love them no matter what. You don't have to love the sin, but you got to love them because because he gave his only, like you said, he so loved us that he gave his only begotten son. So we really don't have a right to be having number one. I just love, just wanted to share that. Oh, that ain't that ain't nothing to play with. Didi, say la. Say la. Hang your hat there, y'all. Please, please, please. I, I felt that. Yes, please love your children. Um, even when they're not doing what we want them to do, oftentimes some parents they get frustrated with their with their kids and um, want to, you know, dismiss them or throw them away. Even especially when they become adults. Well, I'm you grown now, so I'm I'm you know I'm done with you. No, um, God don't throw us away, so don't throw your kids away. Amen. Thank you, Dee, for sharing that. Amen. Anyone else? I like what you said. My name is Shirley. Um, I enjoy what you said about what is sacrifice, giving something valuable of yourself or something for the greater good of another person. I really enjoy that because I didn't look at it like that before. So thank you. Michael, come on. I've been there busy. Come on, Jerry. No problem. Amen. Blessings. Anyone else? Good morning, Brother Marcus. This is Rochelle. Um, great declaration, great declaration. And that was the scripture I was trying to read. My eyes was crossed between the computer and the Bible. I was trying to read John 15, starting at 12, um, about um, there is no greater love than um, the love that God has for us. Um, so I just wanted to clear that up because that is the scripture that was on my heart this morning, but I just was moving around a whole lot, but thank God for your declaration. And, and, you know, our parents used to always tell us, you know, a hard head makes us soft behind, but even in that, they still cover us and teach us and tell us, I just want you to do right. And that's what God tells us all the time. And I'm so glad that he gives us an opportunity when we mess up that we can um, repent and confess. And he's a forgiving and a loving God that the blood that he shed for us doesn't change. We just have to be obedient. That's a true relationship. I think Jill Scott said it best for me um, when she said, um, when she talked about um, the love song. And I always post it, but it's it's different when it's reciprocal for both directions. When you love him and he loves you or she loves you and you love her um, in relationships. It's the same. So to God be the glory. Love your declaration and thank God for you. And thank you for not doing the flips. You're still a good, um, you're still a good skier you, uh, on your uh, jet skier. You just don't want to get stuck on the boat. It's COVID. So that's it. You'll be back out there, but not stuck on the ship. Amen to that. Yeah, I'm gonna get out. I'm gonna get back out there as soon as it, it looks safe again. You braver than me. <laughs> I just, I just keep like twelve feet distance from folk. Still be on my ship. <laughs> Thank you for sharing. Anybody else had anything? 
I ain't gonna press you, honey. It's Kenya. Good morning. All right. I just hey, good morning. Say, hey, I love a respectable check, and I got one this morning. I got to watch that love. Yes, you were on point this morning. I'm going to go back and listen to the play. Woo, because I was running. But, yes, everything was good, good, good. Thank you for your declaration this morning. Bless you. You said you got a respectable check? Yes, a respectable check this morning. Amen. Praise God. All right. That's all right, y'all. All right. Well, amen to that now. Like one of the old mothers used to say at True Hope. Amen to that now. All right. Is Wait, anybody Marcus, else Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, you, I was just going to say, when you did a lesson like that, it's like when you get the the notes for the, the the quiz is for Friday or Monday. So that's what it's like. You have really just given us all the answers. We just, I think, marinated on what you said, because like Kenya just said, that respectable check meaning that you checked in such a way that all we can do is love and love you for loving us enough to remind us no greater love. And we got to really, really like never before tap into his love. That way we can love others. And that way we won't, you know, be harboring grudges. And I talk about it all the time because when people leave here, and I'm saying it so much, you don't have a chance to make it right because they're gone. And some of the things that you're holding on for are holding, they're so petty. After it's all said and done, you're like, wow, I never got a chance to make that right you know, make it right because you were prideful. And we know what the word says about pride. Humble yourself for real to just say it. Even if you don't ever get an apology or even if the thing, the offense was so hurtful, it's for you and for them, but mainly for you to, to, to appreciate what Jesus did on that cross. I love you, brother. I really do. And I'm with um, Rochelle on that. Jesse, let me tell you real quick, cattle boats, I'm not even getting one of those. With my scary self, because I'm afraid to flip over in that in Lake Merritt. Okay, I'm gonna go on here. Okay, now I know, understand what means. That makes sense. Somebody else trying to speak okay. up? Hey, this is Mona. This is Moxie. How you doing? Good. How are you? I'm good. You know what? You know, th- th- what I loved about your declaration was what, what, as far as the checking, for me, it was the checking in love. You know, each thing that you were saying about um, the characteristics of those different, um, you know, hollow love and how how our father and how Jesus, you know, how the difference of his love, you know, and I'm just so grateful for that because when I think about how, um, I almost cussed, have, you know, have, but you know, that I have been loving, you know, because I didn't know how, you know, like, once again, you know, we only go by what, we know, you know, no condemnation on it. But it, at the same time, I thought I was, you know, showing love. You know, that was my version of love, you know, but how he has changed me and changing my understanding of, of, of his love and what love is. So I love how you broke that down this morning. Just want to say thank you, brother. Oh, you're very welcome. Thank you so much for um, for sharing that. Yeah, amen. Um, you know, I think about too. Um, let's. I think about too, like knowing that now, it holds us responsible to be aware of how we're loving. Um, thinking about those characteristics of love, uh, we need to know how we're loving and how we're treating others. Because sometimes you don't know how you're treating other people. Um, 
and and we may be scarring them and not knowing it or mistreating them and not knowing or not returning it and not knowing it you know and so when we become when we become aware then we're able to do better we should and so um you know learning what i've learned uh, i'm learning to do better and so hopefully with everything we're learning um especially with the radical relationships and how everything that's being spoken this month um let us do better with what we're hearing and what we're being taught someone else wants to share something before we go no, i just thought about it i'm sorry i was still thinking about it as you were talking that like when i think back you know y'all was talking about like when y'all first love or that love that for me i remember um when it wasn't reciprocated i was so in love with him i mean so y'all it's crazy right so but even in knowing that he didn't um feel the same and i remember i still wouldn't give up like out like <laughs> what i was gonna do bully the nigga the man into, into loving me the way i love him no you know but god is so good and and i'm glad that he woke years ago that was you know woke me up from that but when i think back on that like you were so desperate so thirsty for it you were you was trying to take it any you know I take it and I know you don't ever feel this way, you know, and we don't have to do that with the father. I'm so grateful for that. You know, like his love is so pure and it's so real it, for me, you know, that I don't, I don't feel that desperate, but I, you know, but I do thirst for him, but it's not that desperate, like, oh my God, you know, like, it's just such a wonderful thing that I, I'm glad that he delivered me from that, that, you know, cause I knew I was running and, and looking for love, but I'm glad that I found it in him, you know, like I found it in him. It's so good. I love it. Greg, God is so good. That's rich. Amen. Hey, uh, hey Marcus. Hey, go ahead. Good morning. Can I jump on the heels of what Mona just said? Yes, sister, go ahead. Okay. I had loved you and stuff. Um, anyway, Asante is so beautiful. Anyway, um, so Mona, you just said something and, and I'm only chiming in because there's probably somebody on the line right this second in a similar situation where you are um, not, the love is not being reciprocated, but still you pursue, still you chase, still you um, run after that relationship that's not serving you, that you are only serving it. That is rooted in rejection and abandonment. And it's almost like somebody hits the switch internally so your insides are screaming no 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 don't reject me no 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 don't abandon me it's not even about the love of that person it's more about the acceptance that we seek to gain and i remember when the lord revealed that to me that there were behaviors that i had were that were steeped in abandonment and rejection and my response to the poor treatment was, no, 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 let me hold on. Let me prove to you that I'm good enough. And so that's why we use the scripture to combat that um, concerning us being accepted in the beloved, right? And so once you start to really embrace and you have the capacity to embrace the love of God from, from the most authentic place, the most genuine type of love we'll experience, it starts to root out those behaviors that cooperate with rejection and abandonment. I just wanted to say that out loud. I enjoyed your share, Marcus. Thank you, my sister. Yeah. 
And thanks for sharing that. That is so true. So real. Um, I think many times, many of us are afraid of rejection and of being rejected. Did someone else want to share? Yeah, this is Jubilant. Can you hear me? Yes, go ahead. Um, yeah, I enjoyed your uh, decoration. And when I was thinking about, it made me think about my journey uh, of love with my husband. I, it didn't start out like this. It started out as a journey to love the Lord. And so I asked God to show me love. And so when I was talking to Eric, you know, there was a point where we, there was a time of separation. And we first started talking and he kind of disappeared off the scene for about two, three weeks. And so, um, you know, I was about to throw in the towel, you know, go, you know, because we're at a distance. I don't know what he's doing. And so he pops up and then he, you know, he was telling me that, you know, it was something that had happened to his family. And so it kind of took him away. And the first thing the Lord said to me is that love is patient. That was the first thing he said. And um, it made me think that, and what, what it made me think when he said love is patient is, you know, sometimes when I'm thinking about God, you know, like I asked him a question or, I'm, you know, I'm, Wondering if he's around when I'm going through stuff sometimes because you know you you, you don't hear a sound. It's just like staying faithful to what he said, you know, because he's faithful to his word. He says that his word will not come back to him void. Do I believe that? So I wait in that. And so it, you know, when I think about that, it's, it that is my my portion of my faithfulness to him is in the waiting. If I if I translate that type of love that I have for the Lord of waiting on Him, then I can do like I think uh, Didi was talking about, you know, that that love transfers as He loves on me because the Bible also says, you know, Paul says, uh, "Husbands love your wives," you know, as Christ loves the church. Well, God is, you know, He's our Father. He's whatever we need. He can even be our he, our husband. This is Scripture that says He's our husband as well. So. If he's a husband that loves his wife, when a when a woman feels love, she you know <laughs> there's nothing that man can, she won't do for that man you know, um, and so in that patience when I'm waiting, you know that translates to whoever because I'm loved and I feel love and I and I receive that love for myself then it translates to my family to my friend you know to everybody it begins to translate. You know, that same love, as God is patient with me, then I learn to be patient with others. And then the other component that Didi talks about all the time is that forgiveness piece. You know, recognizing how much, like you were talking about, it doesn't matter where we're at, <laughs> what we're doing, that love of God never changed. You know, it was there way before the foundation of the earth. He had already decided because of love he's going to save, you know, he's going to do what he needs to do to restore our relationship. So, yeah, it just made me think about that when I was listening to you talk about um, the different facets of love. It was an awesome declaration. Amen. Thank you for sharing that. Good stuff. Good stuff. Good morning, Brother Marcus. Wonderful declaration. This is Prosperous Pam. I enjoyed, I think the uh, the most fun part was when you were talking about Jess Gang. I was like on there with you, flipping and turning, even though I've only done it once. Um, 
when you were talking about, um, you said so many things, but uh, when you were talking about, um, and I had been told this too or learned, you know, when you're out with someone, see how they treat the waiter, watch, you know, how they'll, you know, they treat their family and friends and that's so good. But I, I was also getting, um, we got to study ourselves. We got to put that mirror up to ourselves as well. Um, it's really good to like focus and make sure that, you know, whoever you're, you know, having a relationship with, you know, they are respectful to others, but we also got to look at ourselves too. Um, that scripture, uh, why focus on my, uh, friend's eye when I have a plank in mine or something, I'm paraphrasing, paraphrasing. Um, I just wanted to share that. Oh, that's good. And let me also add, be honest with yourself. Like when you discover things about you, tell the truth about you. Be honest with you. Um, don't be talking about, you know, uh, um, so one of my friends posted recently, they were like, <laughs> it's pretty comfortable. But he posted, um, he posted, do women talk about the good men they lost? And it was a joke though, but a, a, a bunch of people were saying, no, because I never lost a good man. And so I, I kind of, I, I thought it was funny, but I also looked at it and I was saying, you know, um, there's something to that. Like there are a lot of women in particular who take the attitude that, you know, if he's gone, it's because he was no good. Well, there's something in you as well. And men also, like we as people need to understand that um, everybody that left us wasn't no good. Maybe there's something in us that kind of push them away or cause the relationship to not work. And so you're so on point to make sure that we're looking into ourselves and making sure we're honest with ourselves and, and say, you know, am I really ready for a relationship? Do I really understand how to love? Am I, is, this, is this a character flaw of mine? And what do I need to work on in me? Thank you for bringing that up. Hi, Marcus. This is Denise. I hey there. really, hi, really enjoyed um, your declaration on love, and um, I did a, I, ha I do art, and I, um, I took a canvas, and I call it a, the love series, and on this canvas, I ask different people, uh, first individuals what their definition of love is. Hardly anyone gave the same reason or their, their, the uh, same definition, except the people that said, well, God is love. I even had people that said, I don't know. On top of that, I began to paint. It became an abstract of, on top of this love series. It actually came out very, very beautiful. Um, but understanding that everyone has a different definition. You gave some wonderful definitions or the true definitions of the different types of love. Well, then I started also to experience a couple other things. And those things were, remember when, um, when Josiah got, first got sick. And throughout his, his entire, that entire time, people went in and they began to pray for him. Now, that's love. People from everywhere went in to pray. And then my son got sick. 
just recently, and the thousands of people that began to pray, began to it showed me love. And so I concluded that another way to define love is that it's a miracle. That's all I got. Oh, that's good. I, I think we can hang it up right there. That's good. Real love is a miracle. I so agree. Y'all forgive me for this noise. I am on my way um, to, to do my business, to take care of what I need to take care of for the day and teach these children and love them and pray for me that I, that I um, hold the patience that God gave to me. Because as my sister Didi knows, because she's an educator too, sometimes it's not easy to keep loving, especially when they keep trying you. Well, <laughs> that's a whole nother subject. Bless y'all. Love you so much. Don't forget about um, don't forget about uh, tonight at six o'clock. Um, if you can join in, hop on. Same number, right, Didi? Yes, sir. Same number. Same at six o'clock. At six o'clock. Amen. Love y'all. See you. Have a good uh, evening. A good weekend. Um, and don't forget to love somebody the way that you want to be loved. God bless y'all. Praise God. Uh, Have a blessed day. Have a blessed day, everyone. Love you guys. Happy Friday. Love y'all. It's Friday. Have a blessed day. Hey, hey. Happy Friday. Hey, hey. Let's go. If y'all in Oakland, it's Crab Oil. Crab Oil in Oakland. Hit them on up. Love you, too. God bless you all.
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared victory. Walking in 
the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Life, forgiving one another. 